He'll make it all right. God is able. God is able. Whatever you need. Whatever you need. He'll supply. He'll supply. Whatever is broken. Whatever is broken. He can fix it. He can fix it. No need to worry. No need to worry. He's alive. Hello and good morning. Thank you for tuning in to another podcast of A Few Minutes with Pastor Mac. We hope God is blessing you thus far on this Sunday morning. And we hope God's power, favor, and strength be upon you for this new week that is upon us. If you can't make service, don't forget uh, we have a Givelify app that you can give your donations and first fruits and uh, grace giving uh, through our app. And um, if you can't make it to service, so don't forget about that. We always want to make sure we give opportunity to uh, sow seeds into God's ministry. And if you can't make it again, our website as well. Uh, give the website and on our app, uh, Givelify. Shall we pray? Oh, gracious Father in heaven, we thank you again for a new week, a new day upon us. Uh, we thank you for last week, Lord, and making it through. We thanksgiving thanks to you, Lord, and not only on Thanksgiving as we celebrated last Thursday, but uh, every day of our life should be a th- day of thanksgiving, Lord, for what you've done. You're so awesome, Lord. You're so special to us. And we thank you for that, Lord. And we thank you for what you're going to do for us in the future, what you're doing right now, and what you've done in the past. Oh, God, we love you. We lift you up. We ask now that, Lord, you help men broken hearts, Lord, and help minds be uh, regulated, Lord, and minds uh, at ease, Lord, with things of this world. That only you can control. Bless this weak, feeble servant that I am, oh God, and give me strength from on high to be a blessing. Say something from your word, a word for someone under the sound of my voice. Oh God, we love you and we thank you. Now let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thine sight. Oh my Savior, my Redeemer, in Jesus the Christ's name we pray. Amen. Glad to be with you again for a few minutes with Pastor Mac podcast here on this Sunday morning, last Sunday in November 2023. Time is really uh, moving. We're right on the precipice of December, and uh, we look forward to the rest of this year, what God is going to do for us in the life of his people. Um, last Sunday, I told you the scripture text for today, 1 Corinthians chapter 1. Uh, verse 4 is where we're going to be, and um gave that to you last Sunday. I hope you had a chance to read and uh, study context, content of Paul's letter, first letter to the church at Corinthians. Next Sunday, the Lord says the same, Psalm number 107, uh, verse 1 and 2. Uh, next Sunday, the Lord says the same, Psalm number 107, 107 verses one and two. But today, just First Corinthians 1, uh, verse 4, I'll be reading the CSB translation, whatever translation you have, we ask that you follow along. Paul writes this, I always thank my God for you because of the grace of God given to you in Christ Jesus. I always thank my God for you because of the grace of God given to you 
in Christ Jesus. Um, the grass withers, the flower fades away, but the word of our God shall stand for ever. This being part of our series, Faithful and Thanks Living. And uh, next Sunday, we'll begin a new series, um, Faithful and Praise, I believe. But this is the last sermon for Faithful and Thanks Living. The title for this podcast, the sermon, sermonic notes, a second helping of thank you. A second helping of thank you. This past week was Thanksgiving, and for many of us, there was a dish or two that caused our palate and or our taste buds uh, to literally jump up and down in our mouths. The taste of the dish caused us to have an out-of-body experience because it was so good. And after the first go-around, we found ourselves asking, can I have a second helping, please? It was just that good. Well, my brothers and sisters, beloved, giving thanks to God should feel the same way. When we arise in the morning, there should be a thank you to see another day. When we survey our surroundings and see all that God has blessed us with, there should be a second helping of thanks to God. The problem with some of us is that we take for granted what God is doing and trying to do in our lives. When we deserve nothing, God gave us everything. And that deserves another thanks to God for his immeasurable goodness. Have you had a chance since Thursday to really give thanks to God? And I'm not talking about just because we're thanksgiving. We should be giving thanks all year long. Before the beginning uh, to address the problems in the church, uh, Paul first declares his thanks to God for his people. Uh, say that again. Paul first declares before beginning to address the issues. Paul first declares his, his thanks to God for the people. Specifically, he is thankful for God's grace and the good gifts God has given to them. With each issues within the uh, congregation, Paul still gives thanks for the people. And it's hard to pray for folk and give God thanks for folk who get on your nerves. Uh, they have a zeal of God, but not according to knowledge. Some folk trying to run the church, but the Holy Spirit is not running them. That is why there can be a division in the operations of the church. But the Lord runs this business. And when something or someone comes against the word of God and the operations of the church is based on the word of God, there is going to be a problem. Paul is addressing this church at Corinthians as a church torn apart by division, destroyed by immaturity, confused by questions and questionable behavior, even with some who deny the resurrection of Christ. But you can hear Paul say, I thank God for you. <laughs> That's hard to do sometimes um, when you got wrong doctrines and wrong sayings and people just saying all kind of stuff. Paul still say, I thank God for you. Even before the issues become the focal point of what he's right, he said, I thank God. Some of us need to take that time to start saying, I thank God for you. Before we want to bless somebody out, we ought to say, I thank God for you. And it's not just 
right now. Always, oh, Paul, always thank my God for you. Well, we're looking at the first point. First point, I always thank God. Uh, verse 4a, I always thank my God. Paul starts off almost every letter with this customary tone of thanksgiving. No one can perform this function of giving thanks for us. We are personally responsible to offer up thanksgiving on a continual basis to our God. And this tone is not, and I've said this before, it's not conditioned on our external circumstances, but on the greatness and goodness of our gracious God. He's thanking God. It reminds them that, and we need to hear this too, he reminds them that the same God he serves is their God. And that's not a two-God system that allows for one person to do what they please and the rest of us follows the word of God. No, no, there's one God. and He's given all of us the Bible to rule our lives, to be obedient to. Because Paul is making this an expression of thankfulness. First, it shows his affection for the church and how much he cared for it. See, a lot of folk really not concerned about the church. They're trying to get what they can. So you tell folk who, who concerned about the church, they have real, uh, poignant and tangible things to contribute to the church. But you can tell some folks, some folks just talk bad about the church, dog the church, the people of the church, the people of God. And, but you got to have a real affection. Paul had a real affection for the church. And this was Paul's specific reason for his gratitude. Um, everything good the Corinthian Christians have from God has come to them by grace. And grace means that God gives freely to them. That leads to our second point. Why thank God? Because of the grace. The grace of God. All, um, all of the fruit um, of change and lives flows from God's grace operating in our heart. See, I, you can tell a lot of folk who say, because grace now rules my life. Uh, the fruit of the Spirit should bear witness. As he wrote in Galatians, the fruit of the Spirit should bear, the grace should operate my heart. But again, we got a lot of folk trying to run, not under the unction of the Holy Spirit, trying to do some things that are not Spirit-led. Paul has a lot to say to them about correction, but Genuine reception of the gospel in union with Jesus Christ makes them first and foremost objects of thanksgiving and participants in mutual fellowship. See, I, we got to quit trying to change for the word. If people are trying to do good, we applaud them. We keep on going. Let the word of God. That's why I keep preaching and teaching. That's why we keep doing those things because we got to have some people who don't come from your background. They may have some things they're still dealing with. But they should still come to church. <laughs> we should never not allow someone to come to church because they still got some issues uh, in their life. But grace will come in and feel they, the Holy Spirit, hey, will come in and clean them up, fix them up. And, uh, this grace comes in and, and does what it's supposed to do because it's from the Lord. Yeah, why well, thank God because of His grace. And um, Paul had a lot to say. Paul 
sharing uh, his grace. Be thankful for the grace God gives freely for his own reasons. And you lack nothing that you need for spiritual success and fellowship. See, we got to quit letting folk like, well, I can't do this because I'm not. No, no, no. The, the grace of God. See, what we're saying is God is inadequate. We got to quit making excuses for people. And Paul speaks of grace as a power given by God to the believer that enables him to live the Christian life. So you have spiritual success and fellowship. You lack nothing because the grace covers. I mean, somebody, ought to, somebody ought to be <laughs> shouting right in there. Paul looked at the church. These people proclaim Jesus. They know about Jesus. They're the the gifts of God among them, and they are excited about Jesus's return. But, but, but uh, these issues um, would make the positives look negative. Yeah, they, they now these are strong points, but they they compared to what they can do uh, about the negatives, it sometimes outweigh. But at least they had the positives. Paul was. Bringing out the positives more than the next. can can we say this much about many churches today um, that we have stronger points than negative points uh, that in the churches today um, look at our church and any it should be that we have more positive than negative. That's the way it should be. We, we should be looking. To give God thanks for what we have instead of negativity running rampant. But but Paul also said uh, this is not a credit to the Christian people at Corinth themselves, uh, but it was the work of grace of God in them. And this grace includes all sorts of grace, it's adopting grace, justifying grace. Pardoning grace, regenerating grace, uh, sanctifying grace, every particular grace of the spirit. That's why we know it's successful. We have adequate proportion. God has given us enough to be adequate in our Christian life. If you just don't want to be saved. You just do, you do that on your own by choice. You, uh, so what you're saying is that the power of God is not stronger than yourself. That's what you're saying. We gotta quit. We gotta quit uh, giving people excuses, making excuses for people. But the grace of God, Paul recognizes the grace in them, given by God. And then, lastly, who do you thank God for? <laughs> it's right there. Uh, right there in verse four C. That last part said. Given to you in whom? Christ Jesus. What Paul must mean is that whether or not each person's occupation seems special, no matter what you do in life, God gives the gifts needed to make everyone's work contribute to the God's plan for the world. No matter how insignificant our work seems, no matter how much we long to have a different job, the work we do now, is important to God. Faith, repentance, hope, love, fear, humility, self-denial, all gifts of God. 
And a lot of folk are lacking because they have missed out on receiving the gifts of, or not using rather, the gifts of God. They were given what they needed to give away. See, God gives us things in order to use them for the kingdom. See, our church, churches, the universal church won't grow if we hold on to these things, keep them to ourselves. Uh, our churches ought to be packed because we have people who are in the mindset to go out and tell and share the gifts of God. Someone said the size of a church should not be determined in seating capacity, but in sending capacity. And that's what we ought to do. We, we come learn and then we go out. Come be taught and then we go out. Sending out witnesses, sending out the gospel uh, to share to a dying world. So what do you have in the abundant grace bank in Christ? Well, we can tell you that God is faithful. And we are called to the fellowship of his son, Jesus Christ. And everything about that should influence everything about us. You may have some issues that God hasn't moved in your life yet, but God is still faithful. You might not be where you thought you should be in your life at this point, but God is still faithful. You might not have it all together, but God is still faithful. You might be disappointed in report from the doctor, but God is still faithful. And since he's still faithful, we ought to give thanks to God. Since he's still working on your problems, we still ought to give thanks to God. Don't be like some folk. They quiet people. Come to church, sit down. Quiet. Praise team singing, sit down quiet. Deacons praying, sit down quiet. Don't be like those folks who act like God hasn't done anything for them. Because when you start thanking him, you can't help praising him. And that's what we ought to do. Thank and praise, praise and thank God for all he's done. A tree got us in trouble, and another tree got us out of trouble. The tree that got us in trouble was the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. But the tree that got us out of trouble was on Calvary's hill. They nailed him to that old rugged tree, and he died. He died. Died. He died. But on a Sunday morning, he rose with all power in his hand. And I can hear him say, I got all power in my hands. Thank you, Lord, for doing what you do. Thank you, Lord, for making ways out of no ways. Ah, how second happens of that. It's been good news ever since. He came into my life. What has he done for you? Because he keeps on turning things around. Every time I turn around, 
He keeps on blessing me, and I thank him for that. It's not where I want to be, not where I think I should be, but thank you, Lord, for making ways out of no ways. Won't he do it? Won't he do it? Making things happen for you. And if you keep on praising, God will be there for you. Working things out for you. Making ways for you. He will. Hey. Do all that. But give him thanks. Give him glory. Praise his name for all he's done. Don't let folks steal your joy. Keep on praising him despite the situation. Keep on praising him despite what you're going through. It's not conditional praise. Invitation is extended now. If you don't know Jesus in the pardon of your sins, if you would like to get to know him better, and get saved, allow him to come into your life. Simply say this prayer, Jesus, I need you in my life. I believe you died and rose again on the third day. I trust you to control my life and to enhance my future. If you said that prayer, uh, it's as simple as ABC, accept, believe, and commit. If you did that, we would love to hear from you. You may contact us through our email, getpraiseon at houseofpraisepp.org or you may go simply to our website www.houseofpraisepp.org contact us and someone from our discipleship team I will get back with you with other information you need in order to begin this new life in Christ we love you to life we look forward to hearing from you thank you again for listening to our podcast we hope something was said be a blessing for you and be a blessing for you this week uh, we know that we are still in the hands of God and we will trust him to keep and deliver us bless you God bless you county line we love you to life and you can't do anything about it look forward to next week the Lord says the same we hope that you are praying and reading your word and staying true and standing on the promises of the Lord God bless you and we'll see you next week. Pastor Mac out. I need to hear you say.